Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more, the fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com. 18 plus begambleaware.org T's and C's apply Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts Game Day The Appendix Hello and welcome to the Game Day Podcast Appendix. I'm Danny Kelly. Alongside me are both Steve Lomas, the former Northern Ireland international, these days coach, broadcaster, manager, um, and Tom Rennie, um, who you hear, of course, all over the station, all over Sirius and various other media outlets. Um, the Appendix is the bit where we shoehorn in all the stuff that didn't fit into what's already a hugely downloaded and award-winning podcast that we do normally. That's the Game Day Podcast. I can't imagine I have to tell you this. I doubt if you remember someone who's just un- downloading the appendix but if in case you are there is actually a, a parent um i should say a host a body because the appendix is part of a body uh, there is a host podcast called game day go and download that as well this is where we put in all the stuff that didn't quite make it into our brilliant show at the weekend the real and you, gold and one of the things that was driving us mad at the weekend again was var but not quite as mad as somebody no i've got to tell you about this uh, i'd never heard of daisy christodolu before uh, she is a west ham season ticket holder um, she is director of education at NM Marking, an author of Making Good Progress and Seven Myths About Education. So she's a very educated woman. So a smart person, yeah. Very smart person, and she's a West Ham fan, so that proves her intelligence even further. <laughs> you can find her on Twitter. She's very well followed. I'm looking at you two and seeing no evidence of <laughs> that. Maybe not, no, maybe not in this room, maybe not on this network. Anyway, she did something fantastic. She had an existential crisis during the winning uh, equalising goal. A proper dark night of the soul, yes? It was incredible, this, right? So VAR checks take a long, long time. And Glenn Murray's eventual goal for Brighton took about two, three minutes to sort out. So she tweeted, as the goal went in, I'm at Olympic Stadium and there's a break for a VAR check. It's been going on for a while. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to jot down a few thoughts about VAR. This is how long you get to mull things over. Uh, She starts by talking about, I find it fascinating about VAR and how it perfectly encapsulates many wider 21st century preoccupations. The promises and limitations of rationality, the tensions between the rule of law, experts, crowds and tradition, and the challenges of finding meaning in latent modernity. Um, It's an incredible tirade uh, which I highly recommend Steve you read. Steve and I are nodding our heads as though we understand what she's on about. <laughs> After, read the, I won't read the whole thing because the appendix is not long enough for me no, to no, read, no. read you this whole thing. But how, she talks how many about, tweets did he run to? There's about 25. Oh. Uh, but the final two are as follows. 
Um, this aspect of VAR just discussed reminds me of nothing so much as the German higher biblical criticism. If we apply the latest scientific and technological tools to the <laughs> excavation of biblical meaning, we'll get closer to what God really means, or we might just blow up the foundations of what it all rests on. The comparisons with 19th century Christianity are stark. Is football dead? Question mark. Last tweet. VAR check is over. The goal is allowed. <laughs> Incredible. It is the best breakdown of VAR on what it does to the psyche I've ever read. That's Daisy Christo on Twitter. Check it out, folks. It is phenomenal. I, I don't suppose that that level of philosophical insight is available to one of my favourite sort of anti-hero footballers, Alfredo Morelos of Rangers. Um, the, the Fredo, let's call him Fredo for short, um, has had a, another extraordinary incident in his career that just keeps on giving. There seems to be no trouble that he can not walk past. If, if he sees the word trouble, he immediately says, uh, rings up the lady, well, I'll be home late. This is important because she's involved later in the story. You may have seen the extraordinary business week that Alfred Morelos um, reported to the police that he thought his car had been tampered with presumably like in batman films someone had sawed through the brakes in order to you know sectarianism all that sort of stuff the police in glasgow did a little bit of investigating because it's alfred they probably didn't waste a lot of time on it um they did a little bit of investigating and said see the thing is al the thing is your car has been tampered with a private detective has tried to put a tracker on your car oh oh he said so your wife paid the private detective to put the tracker on your car. So once again, so Morelos's problems with the Scottish Football Association, uh, the Rangers players, the Celtic players, crowds up and down Scotland have now been added to Mrs. Morelos is oh. on his case as well. Well done, Alfredo. Very good it. indeed. Great player. But in Scotland, he's a great player. That's isn't what he? the wife's worried about. <laughs> Etc. Um, tell us about Jamie Vardy's academy. Yeah, obviously had their first a bit. I think it's taken over from the Glen Hoddle Academy. Mm -hmm. You know, very welcomed thing for young players that haven't got an academy, you know, a contract, apprenticeship. And Jamie Vardy set up the V9 Academy to make it to the Premier League. And Sam McCallum's the first person who's moved from Coventry to Norwich for three million. So a Premier and been League player now, bless him. Premier League player, but he's been loaned back to Coventry, which I think it's the right. Right, you know, they're, they're going great as well. So, mm. you know, yeah, and I think, yeah. listen, he's the architect player coming from non-league, Jamie Vardy, and I think this young kid's been playing non-league at Heron Bay 18 months ago. So, if you've got recruitment, looking out, there is players around. You know, I hate this here going, bring nothing against foreign players, no. but we've got enough talent in this 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 country that can be sifted through. And you go and look, and if you look. You know, hard enough, you'll find little gems. I love this story because Jamie Vardy has been our villain of the week because we love yeah. him so much several times on this programme. But also, you know, he's the quintessential outhouse player, isn't he? You know, you, everyone hates him, loves to hate him. But also, it's like when you find you out... You love him in your team, though, wouldn't well, you? Well, exactly. Tom? It's like oh. when you find out that Odi Nagala has built a school in Nigeria or Sadio Mane has yep. built an entire village away from football it with their incredible wealth. Your image of them, of course. Some people, like Alfredo Morelos, are, like, trying to chat up waitresses and they're getting trailed by their wives, allegedly. Uh, whereas others are trying to build futures for, fu for, for players, young players that can't get an academy. I love that story. That's great news. And, it, and it's particularly good because, you know, it reflects his own career path, doesn't it? You yeah. know, he's, he's England centre forward who came out of Fleetwood. They don't a, lot of people, a lot of people looked at him at Fleetwood and didn't take a chance. I'm sure there's a lot of people now wishing 
they did Ugh. did make that move. What a player. What a player he is. Um, now, late, earlier on, we heard Daisy Christodoulou, the West Ham fan, discussing the link between football and Christianity and religion. Um, the next piece um, I'm very, very loath to do in the appendix because, for those of you who know me well enough, know that uh, I have... Uh, having uh, completely given up on organised religion, but I now believe that Harry Kane is my god. Um, and someone's going to have a pop at him now. Yeah, I am going to have a pop at Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford as well, uh, because it is the Super Bowl the weekend as we record this programme. holding up my Harry Kane crucifix now. Everyone loves everyone loves the Super Bowl, of course. It's four hours of I a sporting it. event with 11 minutes of action in four <laughs> hours of utter useless drop. Sorry, you've just been to see West Ham. It's just catch. It's just catch with the team's chain each other there's adverts it's a great advert Why with Bill Murray this like year by the so way much, I think it's because people can be convinced to like anything especially when they want to be niche fans like you and other people here at TalkSport are a bit like oh it's the greatest game on turf it's 11 minutes but of nothingness but I don't nothingness. like basketball yeah, but I mean, there's no accounting for taste. Um, but that things actually happen in basketball. <laughs> that noise you hear is him reversing out of this argument. But no, go on. Well, basketball, I don't care for it either. I was just trying to be. So annoying. everything you like is good. Things you don't like is bad. Is that right? By definition, yes. Okay. Otherwise, why well, would like things more? Yeah. Okay. Um, but what annoys my personal me? Personal taste. What annoys me? But obviously, my personal taste I believe to be the best. Otherwise, it wouldn't be my taste, would Basically. it? No, you that's how taste works. We're not talking about that tracksuit top, though, are we? This is the exact same tracksuit <laughs> that Man City wear every week, but it's blue and got a badge on it. But I got this for half price because it's red so there you go um, anyway what's wrong with my tracksuit top anyway what's wrong with this it's a bit Ron DMC isn't it get on no, mass. hey there's nothing yeah. that wrong with Ron DMC it's just yeah. wrong on him it's just and in fact <laughs> if you recall Ron DMC their, their great hit of the day was <laughs> Tom, Tom Ron DMC Remy oh, their, great, their great hit of the day was, was my Adidas that is a Puma top you're, you're way off coming back here. in a cool way. Anyway, right. listen, I want to just ask Steve Lomas about this because, of course, he what, is... fashion uh, tips? No, absolutely Super not. Super Bowl, no. <laughs> not considering you obviously got that top off the back of a lorry somewhere, other. I mean... Oh, sorry. That's fake. That's prime Arnie, isn't it? It's very nice. Um, Marcus Rashford and Harry Kane are both in Miami to watch the professional catch. Um, and both their teams played this weekend and there's a winter break coming up next week. I can't help but feel that for £100,000 a week, the players who are injured should go and watch their team play and take the weeks off when they're actually scheduled in the calendar, which is next week, rather than not watch their teams play. They're still getting paid a full wage this week to go to Miami and swan around watching the catch. It annoys me. To be fair, so much hatred, Tom, so much Yeah, hatred. and bitterness. I've got to say, listen, they can't contribute at the minute. Listen, you don't know Injured what the players over... don't go and watch the matches normally, do they? Why not? Yeah, I, I think they do if they're anything. But, but listen, but not the end of the day... If I'm not at work, I still listen to talk sports if you, to see if what's you, being listen, said. Listen, if, if it was a player that you didn't like and didn't try, but you cannot label that against them two players. They're proper professionals. Their work ethic is fantastic. They're trying to recover from an injury. They might be doing rehab. It might be a working holiday. You How don't are they know recovering? That. Tailgating? Yeah, but it's at night. You can't, you can't train every minute of the day. I mean, that's outside the stadium in you Miami. Can't I have to say, I did worry day. about, about the, the six-hour flight on, on a recently operated hamstring in the case of H. Kane. But they may be going in special sort of privatised beds and all the of rest of it. Of course they are. Yeah. Maybe even the private jet, yeah, yeah. probably. If More you're likely. getting paid by the club, you should go to every single game in the club suit, in the club tie, support your team, what, try you and contribute in any way. you think Rashford have escaped from the club, do you? I they think, don't know about this. I, no, I think no, you, you could have picked... 
listen, people, other players that are less commit, committed to the club. You cannot question them two players. Well, where were they this weekend? Where were they? I'm not having it. Well, then you don't know where they right. were. They're I know, they were in Miami. They were in Miami, but Living you, don't the dream. Why, you don't know why they were doing it over there. For the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, a coincidence yeah, yeah. that's so, where so, the best surgeons so it's are. Just, it, yeah, it is. No, they are. They are the best surgeons. I've went over and rehabbed over in Canada. You know, I've went and Well, Canada and Miami are not exactly close by. LA. I went to LA That's the other house. side of the country. Yeah, Keep going. Listen, it, it don't matter, Tom. What was it matter? LA, Miami, I'm go- Vancouver. I'm going for a few drinks, love. Um, the only bar I know there was in Prague, so I'll be back in three days. So, two injured players on the cusp of the winter break have gone to see the a cusp. sport they love. Yeah. And you've got a problem with it. Well, I've got a problem You're with you calling mean. it a sport anyway. You're mean. That's all that is. Just it's meanness. a spectacle. It's an advertising spectacle. It's, it's, Meanwhile, it's a game. Laurie Sanchez, former teammate of our friend here. Oh, he wasn't um, my teammate. <laughs> Laurie Sanchez. I mean, obviously, the best thing that's happened to football in the, in the half century that I've been watching it was three points for a win. Jimmy Hill, God bless his now resting soul, um, rescued the game from nil-nil draws and away performance where teams would play 11 at the back. Trust me, I saw this happening. Um, but that's not good enough for no. Laurie Sanchez. Not only is that not good enough for Laurie Sanchez, also the mainstream social media networks are not good enough for Laurie Sanchez. This was not posted on his Twitter page, his Facebook page, his Instagram, his TikTok. It was posted on Saturday on Laurie Sanchez's LinkedIn account. But so somebody actually has a link. Not I mean, everyone gets requests for LinkedIn. Yeah, somebody's actually got a LinkedIn account. Uh, apparently, Laurie Sanchez, who's got 19 <laughs> likes and three comments on this status, is very active in the LinkedIn community. And he says this, and it's quite interesting. Having I just Alan watched, on it as well. Of course, he is. That's how he gets all his jobs. <laughs> That's why he's always number one for every job because he's linked to everyone who's yeah. appointing. Um, having just watched United Wars, I think it's time for a change to the point system. Three points for a win was once innovative, but now we need to look at something new. So Laurie Sanchez, who doesn't like passing in football, wants four points for an away win, three for a home win, two for an away draw, and one for a home draw. That is the Laurie Sanchez revolution. I'm Will ple- it be televised? I'm pleading the fifth on Laurie, but I've got to say, why do we keep why do we keep wanting to change football? Only two rule two rules over the last 30, 40 years has been the point system and the back pass. That has improved. They really improved the, the game. Really yeah. improved the game. Everything else. Just leave it alone. Fiddling, yeah. Yeah. All right, I agree. So Take that's Sanchez. Lomas says no. Laurie didn't ring you to get your advice on this, no? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Okay, I, wouldn't, just... I wouldn't have been picking up. I'd have been like that agent. Sorry. Who? Do you know what? This is supposed to be a 10-minute uh, <laughs> appendix, but we've we got so many, so much great stuff. Uh, just a, a thought. Here's another one for you. Um, uh, this story would not make normally make any sense. We don't do a lot of African politics on this show, but, of course... George Ware, well, it, of course, Ballon d'Or winner, one of the great footballers of 20 years ago. Um, George Ware, two years ago, was elected as the head of state of Liberia. God bless his soul. Everyone thought this would be a new dawn for a country absolutely riddled previously by political corruption. Um, and George Ware was thought to be a man of the people because he hadn't come out of the political elite and all the rest of it. Well, I'm sorry to say, things are not going so well for George uh, at the moment. Liberia is in an absolute paroxysm of an economic crisis, um, and George seems to be unable to do anything about it. Now, that may be because I'm not saying he's corrupt or anything, or it might more likely to be the inertia in the system in the country itself. But this week has become the final... People think it might be the final nail in his political coffin. Um, Liberia relies entirely on petrol. It has a very poor national grid. 
and everything, um, cars downwards, including television, runoff generators. And so petrol is everything. And at least the Liberian said, everywhere you look in Liberia are these big nationalised tanks which hold the national supply of petrol. And according to the newspapers, there are billions of gallons of petrol and we'll be OK. Well, this week, on the back of some other political things that have gone wrong, um, they decided to do an audit, an audit on the petrol. And not not a few gallons, not half the petrol, but two-thirds of all the petrol they thought they had has been, uh, I don't know another word for it, siphoned <laughs> it's off. It's got to be siphoned, yeah, it has <laughs> to be. It's been siphoned off by blokes sucking through a rubber, and women, sucking through a rubber tube. There is only one-third the petrol they thought they had in the country, and there's an absolute paroxysm going on mm. now. And poor old George Ware is kind of appearing on television through his letterbox yeah. to say, I'll try and sort this out. Where once, he was, he was once fated through the streets and each footstep was preceded by petals thrown into his path by hand-picked maidens. <laughs> now he's having to talk through the letterbox in order to get his point across. Poor George. Well, Poor I know, George. I know a geezer who's got a bit of red diesel. Maybe they, maybe they need a bit of that. Oh, now, so you're bringing the Northern Irish border in here. Isn't the diesel different colours north and south of the border for obvious reasons? Someone get us a jerry can and a flight to Liberia. Steve Lomas has the answer. Imagine George Ware appointed how, Steve Lomas as deputy president hey, to deal with this. How sad is it? Because I watched a documentary on George Ware and I've obviously never went, to, never went to school. Went After he finished, went back to university, wanted to, to get into politics. And how sad that his reputation is... is going to be tainted but it's a famous saying sports and politics shouldn't mix okay well we we i think we've done enough for the appendix, also canisters we? and petrol apparently if you're in liberia <laughs> now i know you've Kim been, and Tom you've Rennie. Been, you have enjoyed <laughs> you have enjoyed this appendix normally uh, hugely today it's been a great appendix and that we've even left out check coyotes oh, dinner arrangements shame. um just haven't got time for them thank you very much for listening remember to uh, download the game day podcast itself thanks to tom uh, thanks to Steve and thanks to you for listening. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds update on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.